0: This week's sponsor is Choice. All Americans have it. And some Americans have chose to throw it away towards Trump. You're not even hitting him with it. You're just, like, throwing it, and he's kind of using his tiny hands to bat it away. But I kind of understand, like, the choice that you have between him and, like, creepy Ted He's kind of creepy. He's really creepy. I don't know. This is just me from the Canadian side of things looking inwards and saying, you got a douchebag... And you got a creepy guy. And I think there's one other guy.
1: If these policies, in many instances, either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States, living next to you is in some ways like keeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, I can call it that. Well, one is affected by every twitch
0: and grunt. Welcome to Sleeping with the Elephant. It's April 1st, 2016. This is not an April Fool's prank. Didn't even plan this. Welcome to episode 99 of Sleeping with the Elephant podcast, where we put the you in color commentary. This is the show where Americans and Canadians make fun of each other's countries. And today, I am not... I am Ryan Murphy, I should say that. It's been long enough that I should probably reintroduce myself Paul's not here this week but I am joined by Eric. How are you going Eric? How are you going?
1: I'm going well. How are How are you Ryan?
0: I just ran with it and you caught it it's and good. you ran with it. It's uh right. I'm I doing run. well. Um we're we're here we're here to talk about uh politics in in our in our different
1: areas and playing the part of the uh, resident American.
0: Yeah, you're you're based out of Salt Lake City, Utah in that area, right? That's right. Okay. And and you know there's some similar like Mentalities between where Paul's located and, and the LA area and, and Are Utah, there, right?
1: I don't know. I've never, I've actually never been to LA. Yeah.
0: So no. But I'll take your word for it. I don't know. I'm just sort of making like general conversation like, you know, someone would think someone who was born in Toronto is the same as someone who was born in British Columbia.
1: It's like, yeah, you all wear Mountie hats and drink maple syrup, right? That's, I wish. You're all the same. If we did that, I think we'd be the best
0: country ever. <laughs> you know what? Let's make Canada great again. It's Oh, God. Mountie hats and maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for those who are wondering, like, Ryan, today is April 1st. The last time you did a show was February 14th. Now, I know, like, you're trying to hit major holidays, but if you were hitting every major holiday, you would have at least had an episode on March 17th and somewhere around Batman v. Superman Day. So, why the long wait? Well, we've had some scheduling conflicts, as everybody knows. I just had a son. Paul's been getting busier with uh, with stuff in his life, and just scheduling a recording has been really tough. So, we uh, unfortunately this will be our second episode of 2016. But I'm going to do my darndest to make sure that we try to have something on the feed. I don't know, like I can't say every week, but I'm hoping every other week at the at the at the at the least there might be a little bit of wait for episode 100 as we try to plan something special because, oh my God, episode 100 of Sleeping with the Elephant, we've made it. Something. Yeah. So that's where we've been and where we're going forward. The show is not going anywhere. We're going to keep this thing trucking and uh, we're going to have some fantastic guests on and hope for the best. So, uh, and, and Paul will be back. Paul will be back. Um, so without further delay, why don't we get into the news Eric, a lot has happened in the last month and a half. Yes. Uh, a lot of Trump has happened in the last month and a half.
1: I would like... It, it wouldn't it be nice if just today he came out and he gave a speech and he just went, April fools, I've just been messing with y'all. I'm out.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Like Six months ago, eight months ago, when, when Trump sort of was starting this whole thing off, we kind of thought... This is a joke, right? Like, he's he's making a funny, he's not serious, he'll never win, and then all of a sudden he's, like, latched on to this very vocal m- minority, I would assume, although right. it might turn out to be a majority, depending on how this thing goes, minority of people who are very vocal, very American, and love to vote <laughs> and live in a pretty much every state uh, except for, uh, well, Utah and, and a couple others that... Downright, <laughs> did not vote for Trump. Yeah, they uh, don't
1: like him here.
0: Yeah, and I and you know that's that's to be expected because I went to Salt Lake City. I've I've enjoyed the fine state of Utah in person twice, and I gotta say it's pretty nice there. It's like a it's like it's like Canada, it's like Canada with mountains, and we do have Canada with mountains. So it, some would say it's kind of like British Columbia.
1: Yeah, it's you know? Canada plus bald eagles and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of uh, I don't know guns. What, I'm trying to think of what's typically American. Apple pie. A lot of apple pie. We have apple. We have, actually, it's funny you mention that. We have a giant apple that
0: only sells apple pies off of the uh, one of our major highways, the 401. I like, go buy a, it all the time. Like an apple? Yeah, it's like a giant apple. Like, And I'm not even saying, like, oh, it's like the size of that giant piece of yard. Like, No, it's like, picture one of those like outdoor soccer stadiums that kind of look like giant bubbles. It's oh, like sure. that. But it's an apple. And it's huge. It's like probably a two-story apple.
1: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I wanna to go to the Apple and get Apple Pie.
0: Yeah, I should dig a photo of, a, of it. I should dig a photo of it up and, and put it in the show notes. But yeah, it's it's a pretty fantastic apple. I think most Americans would be like, We need to make America great again and have the biggest apple.
1: I will make the biggest a three story apple. Yeah. It's gonna be great. It's beautiful. (laughs) Ah, the energy of. Next time I try, yeah, I'm low energy. Next time I try to do a Trump, (laughs) please stop me in my tracks. It's fine. You you could try to do a Ted Cruz, and now I watched a bad lip
0: uh, a bad lip read of Ted Cruz, and I seem to have watched it a few times. And now every time I see Ted Cruz,
1: that's what I imagine him talking like, and it's just creepy. (laughs) Oh God, I saw that too, and it just killed me. All I can hear is that. Little oh, I don't. I. I'm not gonna attempt to do it. But I
0: like to eat hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what it kind of. It's a little higher pitched, but yeah. it's like exactly like that. Yeah. Um.
1: Those guys are good.
0: Yeah, they're really good, and then they have some Walking Dead stuff, which also uh, tickles my fancy. But um, no, with Trump, so like it's been a lot going on, and and it's funny people like remember the history of of this show. We do tend to latch on to like specific figures that stick around for a couple months and you know we did it with Rob Ford uh, who actually yeah, passed away recently um, unfortunately
1: that's very, that's very
0: sad yeah it, it is very sad and and I gotta hand it to at least Canadian media uh, that did sort of treat it it was a, it was a sad thing like he he died of cancer and they remembered him for what he did great like he was the mayor of the biggest city in Canada and like it's you know it's it's really hard to do that <laughs> So he he did some good things. Uh, I know Americans probably, American media hadn't talked about him since he left office. Uh, and I think they just did a brief mention that he had passed away, but to be understandable. But it's, it's, uh, so that happened. Then, you know, there was the, the Wiener guy, Anthony Wiener, Andrew Wiener. I can't remember his, his first name. I just remember his last name. You got it, Anthony Wiener. Okay. And, uh, and now with, with Donald Trump, and then you think like, oh, this is perfect. The show has content for every week forever and ever and to be honest it's like it's kind of exhausting covering Trump because there's something new every week
1: yeah you, I I have to make an admission here is I may not be very well not uh, very knowledgeable about particulars going on in the election because I have taken a a uh, vow of sanity mm. let's say I've, uh, I've uh, pr- purposefully put made myself kind of ignore most of what's currently going on for the past week or so I've been trying just not to pay too much attention just yeah. because it's by the, it, you start to go crazy or or get depressed or just it's exhausting how well, can you keep-
0: it, it, the thing is like and and from someone uh, on the outside looking in you kind of see this process and you see it and you're like wow like it it's taking years uh and we're not even at the point where we're talking general election which which I think probably starts, would you say, like properly August? You know, like
1: uh, yeah, as soon as everyone's got a, a, a nominee uh, and a running mate, pretty mm-hmm. much that's when you're. I'd, I'd say that when both both sides have their their guy and their or gal.
0: Yeah, and and when you look at August through November, like to us, that's to Canadians, that's still a long time. Like we had a record-breaking forty-five days of campaigning. Uh, oh. for our last federal election. You lucky bastards. Yes. And, and in that point, there was a lot of, like, you know, there was a lot of ads going around, a lot of, like, bullshit being thrown from each side. But, oh. yeah, so... And then you look at what's happening in the States, and they kind of treat the whole thing as digit- as the general election, right? Like, including the primaries. I've never seen this much sort of fervor for, like, choosing... A leader for a party to then become the leader of the United States
1: right you, you know I don't I mean it's always been kind of moving to, uh, earlier and earlier it's like Christmas it starts earlier every year but <laughs> I do think it's it's uh started even even earlier this time than it has in the past elections I mean it's always it's always been a long process but this year it seems like they jumped in way earlier. And I don't know I don't know what it is or why why that happened at this time. But it certainly seems to be. Yeah, I'm not I'm not exactly sure
0: what's what's going on and and maybe it is just because of the of of the spectacle of it because I was watching Super Tuesday, which it seems like every Tuesday is Super Tuesday with these primaries, but right. the, the official Super Tuesday, which was back in February or March, I can't remember, and um the watching the news coverage it was kind of like i could see why people would sit and and watch this it's like watching it's like getting lost in something terrible you know like when people say like when
1: they're driving and they can't stop
0: looking at a at a car crash or
1: something right, right. Which, it's which the, is terrible it's a weird kind of reality tv show mm-hmm. and like i think part of the draw is the fact that oh this is kind of real in a way so people are like holy crap i can't believe this is really happening so it brings a weird kind of entertainment in a in a horror at the same time much like a car crash you know like you said <laughs> so maybe that's exactly it maybe the fact that Trump has brought this new disturbingness to this new uh, ugly way of being a presidential candidate to the fold mm-hmm. and kind of changed the game as it were uh changed the rules broke all the rules and just kind of uh shouldered his way through everything maybe that's created a new kind of uh it, it, that's partially probably why it's so it's so it's so much interest mm-hmm. by so many
0: and i feel like normally in these uh general uh, primary type things they you weed out the crazies like the crazies are usually weeded out pretty quickly like they get a lot of news firsthand and it's like uh-huh. oh man such like mike huckabee is one that i can remember who, who seems to run every time and, and get kicked to the curb because he's yeah. he's, he's crazy um, not that i'm saying religious people are crazy i'm just saying that he is like crib of the crap uh, um i agree yeah and and th- th- it always seems like the system weeds those people out but for some reason um and, and we know the reason. It's because Trump seems to be saying things that people latch onto, and and that's why. And he knows how to. You watch well, him talk, and he kind of just kind of, he just says things, and and you you find yourself nodding and like, okay, yeah, yeah. But then you put him in with someone in a one on one, which uh, we'll talk about it in a bit. But uh, I now I can't remember his name, the CNN guy, um, oh, Anderson Cooper. Exactly, him talking to Trump, and basically they're going back and forth about this whole uh, wife, uh, which is despicable, but like the talking about other, each other's wives, like Ted Cruz's wife and Trump's wife, and then sharing a photo. And then Trump says, well, he started it. And then (laughs) Cooper says, that's what a five-year-old says. Like you can't. And then Trump's just like, (laughs) well,
1: exactly. And and you kind of like, not a fan of you, Anderson.
0: Yeah. He's like, wow, you got to respect him for sticking to his guns. You know? Uh,
1: But, it's, I love it's, that you said that, though the <laughs> five year old argument I was like, ah, oh, good. Somebody every time anyone has uh, kind of brought it back to Trump and kind of confronted him with really that kind of thing, mm-hmm. it's always given me a little bit of hope in my country. Just like I, th- I think that um, I'm sorry I, I kind of interrupted you, though. Go on, what were you saying? Well, no, I, I want to hear what you want to say. Well, I was just thinking about what you said about. Uh, uh, Trump and how he said things that made people kind of nod their head. And I'm not even so sure it's that. I think that he's what I think the thing that has made him so su- successful is he understands television and media. And like it's if he hadn't had his show, The Apprentice, I'm I don't know that he would be doing as well as he is doing now. I think he's a brilliant uh, media. Uh, marketing kind of guy clearly he knows how to get his name out there and to get people watching him do things like he's kind of like the tom green of politics remember tom green and on mtv years ago yeah he's canadian yeah he's a canadian yeah right <laughs> he got fingered exactly That one tv show on mtv where he would go do outrageous things and then he would do more and more outrageous things and he couldn't he was always looking to top himself, no matter how outrageous or awful, and no, how, no matter how many of his friends or family, he kind of messed up. Uh, it was always worth it for the more eyeballs to watch him be awful. And I think Tom, uh, I think he, uh, Trump is the political Tom Green,
0: right? Like he's trying to basically, he, he's basically sitting here and it's like, okay, what can I say next? that's, A, going to get any... And I don't even think he's thinking about, like, how do I get higher in the polls? He's just looking at, okay, what can I say this time to stir shit up? Okay, let's retweet a photo that someone put a a, a very unflattering... Not so, I shouldn't say very... An unflattering photo of Ted Cruz. Why We all have those. Most photos that are taken of me are unflattering. Uh, Like, I'm just going to throw it right out there. And then, you know, Trump's wife, a a flattering... uh, I think it's a model photo, basically, because she is a model... And retweeted it and I thought, like, this is someone who could possibly be the next president and he's retweeting this. Do you think he's actually going to stop doing these things when, he, if he becomes president or if he becomes the GOP nomination? Like, his, his behavior isn't suddenly going to change. He's not doing this to win. He's doing this because this is what, he's, what his personality is like. Right. And I hope people realize that because, like, when... If they think that he's doing this just so he can win and then he's going to, like... Okay, I've I've hired all the smart people, and we're going to run this country the, like a business. And Trump Tower is now uh, where the White House is, and uh, yeah, we're going to run this country, and it's going to be great. Make America great again. <laughs> I, I don't think that's that's the case, and I think people probably need to shake their heads. Like um, some of the stuff that's been going on, like with with the wife insult swap, which is mm-hmm. really weird. Like something you'd see on TMZ, not political, like, I've never heard of people this close to the nomination ins- literally insulting each other's wives. Like, so weird. It's weird. It's like, it's like a rap battle, but even people in rap battles have more, more, like, honor, I should say. Yeah. You know, it's like a slap fight on the playground. It's really weird. And then, you know, this, just recently, as we get caught up to, to right now, this happened yesterday, there's theories out there that when Trump said he would not pledge an, his support, like outright said, I will not support someone else if they make the nomination, like if Ted Cruz beats him. And I guess that's like a faux pas because there's some delegate states that say that that's like a, that's how you win. Like you, you get these delegates based on you backing up somebody else if they win mm-hmm. kind of
1: thing. Some Yeah, I think I heard that.
0: Yeah. So it's weird. Like he, it almost backfired on him saying like, okay, what can I say this week to piss people off? Mm-hmm. And he didn't think far enough ahead to say like, Oh wait, this could actually, this could be what sinks him. basically, <laughs> you know? Um, I don't know. It's just a really odd thing. But then all the other candidates are saying the same thing, you know, like saying they won't pledge if it's Trump though. So I think that's not nearly as bad because everybody's out to get Trump. But
1: right. It's weird. <laughs> It, everyone, yeah everyone's piling on the uh, um it's all me or nothing i'm your only hope <laughs> and uh, if if it's if it's not if it's not me then you me we may as well just not vote and uh, well i mean if he it, i can understand why that would bug a lot of people and maybe he did just didn't think far enough ahead this time and uh he he pissed off the wrong people i don't know
0: Yeah, well, it's kind of what you want, right? You want, you like, it's funny how eight months of this behavior has kept him on top of, I guess, the. I I don't follow it as much as uh, I'm sure there are people out there that follow this, like a fine tooth comb, like Scott Johnson. But for me, I I just sort of pop in and out. And it's usually like the really hardcore stuff that rises at the top, unless we're prepping for the show in which we go to a news site and see, like, oh, okay, he's done this and this and this. But it's really interesting to see that the entire party like this is what people are afraid of is that the republican Party sort of being split in two when you have the one guy winning all the delegates but the entire party saying like oh gosh this is terrible because the democratic side <laughs> you know we're not even talking about it there's two people running over there there's hillary clinton and, and bernie sanders who um one has some, I don't know. She's, she, I don't know. There's some weird things going on with uh, Hillary Clinton, and then right. Bernie Sanders is like a, a Canadian guy running for president.
1: He's the best.
0: Yeah, and there's even things that he's saying that's like we don't even have up here. It's like, oh man, like free tuition for people who need it. Like we are still working on that, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> and it, and it causes the same outburst as it would in the states. Like we're all not paying for some kid's education. Back in my day, our student loans bankrupt us.
1: And we liked it. We liked it. That's the way we that grew character. Exactly. It grew character
0: and also debt. Did I right. mention I'm still in debt and I'm <laughs> 92? Uh, actually, that's not true. But um, it's, it's interesting when, and that's another part of the problem with Trump is that like all the focus being on him kind of leaves the Democrats to kind of like sort their shit out on their own behind closed doors, <laughs> you know? Uh, which yeah. is not necessarily a good thing right because when you're voting for a president you or a prime minister or a leader of any country you kind of want to you kind of want them to sort all that out in, in the public because this is this is the next leader of your country for four years right
1: I mean I, I would love it if um, everyone who's paid you know weeks of time attention to just Trump and his uh, his com- opponents would would have just you know an hour an hour of time to uh, dedicated to uh all the whole field mm-hmm. both sides i mean i'm i'm generally as far as i mean this is just me personally but i've never been uh a conservative voter i've always voted progressively for usually the, the the democratic side but i'd like to just for me be informed of what's going on on either side um just just to know you know it's i think it's better to know and not and then and and it seems It seems like it doesn't serve an electorate well to only see there's Trump and a few opponents of his trying not to be as crazy or take him down. And then the Democrats, I don't even know what's going on because I'm too busy with Trump.
0: Yeah, and we we had a similar issue here when we were electing our prime minister in November in that uh, it, it wasn't really on that scale, but... Trudeau being this you know firestarter like young guy like we're gonna kick shit up we're gonna make things good we're gonna we're gonna make this country great again but not in the way of building walls and um, kicking yep. people out if anything it was the opposite it's letting more people into the country and and tearing down walls uh, and and yep. and most of the stuff that was uh, sort of surrounding that with the other leaders was was them sort of trying to bring Trudeau down, like attacking him and, and, and whatnot. And there was some stuff on other sides going back and forth. It's like a snowball fight, you know, uh, with rocks in the snowballs. Some people use bigger rocks. Some people just use snow. Uh, and and that's how it works. That's a Canadian politics analogy for everybody. That's right. <laughs> but it, it happens in every country. And it, the focus of the media usually goes towards whoever's making the loudest, stinkiest noise. Uh, and right now that's, that's unfortunately Trump and, um, I, we're part of the problem. I said this the last time we did a show, like us talking about him, you know, he's like Voldemort. We shouldn't say his name,
1: you know, right? Yeah. Don't say his name. (laughs) Yeah. You must not be spoken to Trump.
0: Yeah, but uh, it, it seems like we're going to have him around for a little while longer as we get inch ever closer to the July uh, RNC convention. I, I've learned most of these things from House of Cards. Like, I feel like House of Cards has been the best <laughs> homework for me it's, on this show. Yeah, it's very educational. Yeah, like they were doing the whole primary thing and the nomination and all that in and, and the season four. The spoilers, mm-hmm. I guess. That's not really a spoiler. But it, it's, it's interesting. Um, but enough about Trump. Let's let's move on. I, I, it would be interesting to hear, you know, more about Bernie Sanders. I, I know a bird landed on his uh, yeah. on
1: his pe- his podium. Bernie <laughs> Sanders. That's the only thing that sort of like percolated the top for me. <laughs> I, well, and what's great about that is that it happened in Portland, Oregon. Where have you seen Portlandia? I've I've seen bits and pieces of it. Yeah, there's, there's a funny little gag in Portlandia where they they put a bird on it, and they're making a joke about. Uh, You got to sell. They have a a store where they sell all kinds of things, and all they do is just they put a bird on it, and everything just has a bird. I don't know the way they do it. It's funny. Just (laughs) it's a Portland-associated joke, and so the fact that a birdie came and flew up and said hello, Bernie, in Portland, Oregon, was just too perfect. It was lovely. And uh, I have a question. You being. Closer
0: to uh, what's going on in in the states with with you know both sides of the parties and whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, and and staying away from like a lot of the noise that filters to the top when it comes to Bernie's sort of like more people say like socialist stuff, which I guess is not a, a bad term, right? Like I, I think like it describes what he's what he's doing. It's just like socialism isn't a bad thing as long as it's not like I don't know what is it socialist leads to communists is what people say. Right, it's it's depends
1: on who you ask. Yeah, it's to, for many, if you go even near the word socialist, it's like ooh no, evil communist man. Mm-hmm. And others, it's just like no, no. It's like you know, we have a fire department and people fix our roads. It's a socialist program. It's all right. Yeah, like taxes, right? You pay
0: taxes, no matter what. Yeah, you know, and and what the government chooses to spend them on, like let's say, uh, yeah, maybe not build that warplane and then create a program that gives people cheap health care
1: or right. well, free health care. That would be lovely.
0: You know, and, and I, I kind of... Uh, I don't want to joke, but, like, I just had I just had a kid, and um, the conversation that I have with my friends uh, in terms of, like, how much that... Like, was it expensive? It was like, the only expense we had was parking. You know, <laughs> like, we will get the bill for the hotel room. I mean, the hospital room. <laughs> I shouldn't say hotel room. We did...
1: St- <laughs> You guys did things in, a, in your own way, didn't you there? Yeah,
0: yeah, well, we we stayed a little extra in the hospital, which for some people, I'm sure in countries where there isn't social health care, would be like, shit, crap, that's not good, you know, because it's for, expensive.
1: Our, for our first kid, we had to stay an extra day mm-hmm. uh, just because things, and it uh, added quite a bit to the bill, I can tell you.
0: Yeah, and I think for us, it's uh, the difference between a semi-private and a private room. Obviously, availability—if there isn't any—but I think it was the difference of fifty dollars, uh, and and then oh. most of that is covered by. And then, then that the cost between two hundred and 200, twenty and two hundred or two hundred and twenty and three hundred for the semi-private or private, like that is covered by your insurance. So if you have insurance, you can also submit that that nominal fee. Um, That's amazing yeah God. and like you know he was on an IV drip and he needed 24 uh, hour care like he was fine he, they were just worried about his low blood sugar so for some people it's like well if he's just got low blood sugar we'll just we'll do it and we'll feed him and make sure he's fine but no they did 24 hour care which you know that's a lot of people and a lot of a lot of time and I really loved the idea of not having to worry about that especially when it's you know your kid and obviously you wouldn't worry to worry a little bit, and and that's good. Like I I am here to say that like your country doesn't go to the shitter when you help a, your fellow people. You know, with p- maybe you'll pay a little bit of extra taxes. Like that's a, that is a that is a truth. But when you have the majority of the country paying a little bit more in taxes, so you can have this great program for everybody, it's it's kind of a no-brainer, right?
1: It seems to me like a no-brainer, and it always baffles me whenever people. When it, how people are, could possibly be so very, I can, I can see people being a little bit against it because I don't want to pay more taxes. I get that. I understand Mm -hmm. that irritation. But if you can grasp the big picture and see how the rising tide raises all ships, Mm -hmm. it's just like, of course, of course. Seems like, yeah, let's do this. Let's let's make it happen.
0: Yeah. And, and the thing is, it, uh, it it happened to us in the 60s if you go back and look at like the archives for Canada when, when they introduced uh, healthcare, and I've talked about this on the show there were articles in the newspaper that were exactly what we're seeing in the states right now where it's like socialism leads to communism social health care is terrible mm-hmm. you know and it's the same exact headlines except you know 50 years ago and you look at it, you look at it now and it's like we have a, a really good healthcare system that you know keeps really good people healthy uh, and, and, you know, like, sure, there are people that are out there that will take advantage of the system. And that's true. And like you said, people don't like paying more taxes, but there shouldn't be outright and most of the people who are outright against it are the people who don't need the help right now right. And, and, and could probably afford it if they did need the help, like in, I, in abundance.
1: Exactly. I don't think you'll find any poor people who are struggling to pay insurance who yeah. will be upset about who would be upset about such a change.
0: And I know a lot of people say, "Well, I worked hard to get where I am, and you know, I did this and this and this, and I gave up a lot and I sacrificed." It's like, yeah, but imagine if you didn't have to do that, or if you did still work hard and you were rewarded even more. I
1: like what uh, Elizabeth Warren had this great long rant about people who um, complained like that, like you know, "Hey, I worked really hard to get to the top, and, and you know, I earned all this." and she said, "Yeah, but you didn't work to build the roads to drive you to your work, and you didn't work to pay for the cops to keep your neighborhoods safe, so you can go to work every day and build up to the top, and you didn't work to make the school, the public education that you got when you were a kid, and so this is kind of the same continuation of that, just to help your fellow man." Yeah, so that kind of
0: it's it's. You know, and, and obviously there are extremes that, you know, you don't want to go too far with it, but, sure. you know, he-
1: healthcare is a great thing, um, you know. If, uh, you know, I don't think we all need a pony or something. I'm, yeah. I mean, I- I'll take a pony, it's cute, but I don't think I need to pay more in taxes to give all of my fellow Americans their own pony. Yeah,
0: I like, uh, I've been watching, I've been trying to watch the 20 minute uh, this week, last week, this week, last week or something with John this- Oliver.
1: Last
0: night. Yeah, and he did the he did the wall, like sort of looked at it in a serious fashion at the end. He's like, you know what? Instead of building this $22 billion wall, let's give every American a blender. And, and oh, you know. What was that? A waffle iron. Waffle iron. Thank you. And, and, yeah, exactly. That's the same argument. It's like, I don't need a waffle iron. I don't need to build a giant wall. Just you know, just give me good healthcare. Uh, and and the other thing, it doesn't even have to be free tuition. Like I, there's, there's news out there in 2017 that in Canada they're going to be giving, um, they're going to be allowing any low income students free tuition. Um, which is fantastic for those students who have to live on their own or in situations where, uh, they can't live at home or want to go off to school. Um, because not everybody has a university in their backyard. Uh, I had to move for school and it, it that would be helpful, you know, uh, and it's the same arguments happening. But it'll be interesting to see what happens with Bernie because he's behind
1: right in, in delegates. Uh, yeah, he's he's uh, at the moment. He's it will take a, a bit of luck for him to well, a lot of luck mm-hmm. uh, for him to get the nomination. It's not an impossible shot but it's certainly an improbable one right now.
0: Yeah. But he, it'll be interesting to see how he affects, you know, Hillary. And cause I mean, from what I understand, there has been some sort of conversation change, you know, to make sure that Bernie doesn't take a head because Hillary's not talking about any of that stuff. Right. Um, so politics, 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 uh, right.
1: You need to get Justin Robert Young on here. Man. I know.
0: I've heard that before. It would be interesting. I, I will, we'll have to reach out to him. Maybe we'll, maybe, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll sort that out. That's a good, it's a great idea. I've heard it before. Um, but anyways, let's move out of, uh, Trump world, America land, and take a look at Canada before we wrap this show up. Bef- since the last show, we had our federal bu- budget announced. Um, and we do have a liberal government, which is a, a democratic, uh, left leaning type situation. um, and uh, they have introduced us to a deficit, which was expected because that's what liberals do. Uh, and the conservatives are up in arms because that's what they do, the opposition. And they, they had spent four four years basically trying to balance the budget and saying, like, we're balancing the budget. And before they were, uh, you know, replaced in office, they sold some things and, and uh, moved some money around and did, I guess— on paper balance the budget so the thing is the canadian deficit here th- there's a lot of squawking going on but i guess it's not nearly as bad as past years like this is like a 29 billion dollar deficit which um, uh, you know globally speaking not that bad exactly like i know the united states of america would be like man we could that that would be great
1: <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be swell because we have our our deficits like over a trillion or something yeah which you know, some scary number i don't even know it's almost at a number where it's like you know what let's just keep going we're just getting <laughs> up words now
0: 15 is a it's a blah blah you know like who cares it's just a it's just a number
1: <laughs> it's big
0: you know it gives trump something to squawk about but yeah. it, 29 billion is is not a lot and some people are saying by the end of the liberal term it could be 100 billion so we went from zero to 100 billion which you know is a pretty big difference but if you look at this article, you can kind of see, uh, and I, I hesitate to open it because every time I open it, there's freaking sounds popping through. But, um, you know, some people are you look at this, the, the graph and it's kind of like it's not that big a deal in comparison to past years. And Canada sort of bounces around from like deficit to uh, profit, which mm-hmm. is crazy for a country this big.
1: But that's kind of how it goes, though. I mean, as, don't most countries – like, I know America, we had uh, – during the Clinton years, we had a big surplus. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after that, now we're back in debt again.
0: Yeah, it, it just sort of bounces around, and it's really just about what what that party's trying to do. Like, to me, sometimes it felt like the conservatives were, were just – like, we're going to balance the budget, and we're going to do it any way possible, even if it ruins ruins the country or makes the country great or whatever – but that's our goal.
1: Well, and I deficit. imagine you guys are are getting things for the money you're spending, like oh, your yeah. care and your education thing you were talking about and mm-hmm. it it goes it, it's going to go to a lot of different things, but really the the main goal
0: based on what the liberals have stated is that they want to boost the economy. They want to give the economy like a, a jump start. And the way you do that is by spending money to make money, you know? It's a common business term. <laughs> uh and, you know, that's what we're hoping because it would be really great to boost the economy it'd be really great to not have to spend uh 80 90 dollars on video games <laughs>
1: you know yeah your conversion rate's still kind of crappy isn't it
0: yeah and then more recently i think the dollar was 77 cents to the american dollar so that's that's uh, that's a boost like it was getting near damn 50 percent you know Um, which was which was fantastic it seemed like every year video and i know video games like this is just my hobby this is what i sort of equate to the dollar change i'm sure a lot of people are like
1: cigarettes booze (laughs) i don't know um it's only for uh uh, things that you have to buy from over the border right right yeah like import so
0: most video games are manufactured and shipped out of the states right so a lot of those games they have to boost the uh, the MSRP, so you're looking at a $60 game in the States, which becomes an $80 game here, uh, which is, uh, you know, damn
1: near $100. And I know Australian listeners are like, well, yeah. in the Outback, you know, like, it's like... They pay $300, or I don't know, it's over 100 for them, usually.
0: Yeah, I know Evan, who has uh, chimed in on the show before, he he says it's about 120 for a AAA, like, uh, next-gen console title. Uh, so... Dang. Yeah, you're not even like talking about like this the gold edition. You're not even getting the season pass in that bad boy. Yeah,
1: right. uh,
0: you know it, it, it's crazy. So you know a lot. That's really what's been the whole fluff here uh, with with the budget and how it's got a deficit again. But you know that didn't really get much coverage overseas over over in the states. But what did get coverage and, and what uh, you had stated you you had seen was that uh, evidently Trudeau. Uh, is is young and agile and he's able to do the yoga
1: peacock uh, pose he is a yoga master Man, I, I wish i could do this he's got to be at least 15 years older than me i mean he's a young he's a young leader but he's what uh how old is he i'm not sure i think he's 40 something 40 something he's got to be yeah he's got like 10 years older than me or so and i couldn't possibly do that yeah he's uh this is a photo from 2011 so it's like a, a photo
0: from five years ago and
1: so i've got a few years to work up to this and then i can feel okay with myself
0: yeah he's like planking but without the other other things that help you plank you know he's just using his arms and you know a lot of people here in canada sort of look at this and, and most people are like oh you know he's uh he, he can balance himself but he can't balance a budget you know a <laughs> good one yeah very good one and and in the states it's just like oh look at this uh, sexy leader you know i don't well, know why
1: care about it's yeah just, we just want the surface level we don't want any serious business stuff we just want I, can he do uh, sexy yoga poses on a table? All right, I'm in.
0: Yeah, That's all I care about. Get a picture of all them sexy yoga poses that uh, Trudeau can do. And, and the thing is, like, yeah, he's, he's a good-looking guy, and he's a smart guy. And uh, we didn't even mention, I should have thrown this in there, like in the last couple months, the biggest thing that happened between our two countries was the bromance, right? Like the Obama-Trudeau bromance. Oh, right. Yeah, I completely forgot about that.
1: I heard about, I, I, uh, I saw something about that. Uh, I, I, I've been busy and out of town, but uh, so I haven't really seen a lot. But I saw it mentioned on Twitter somewhere.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guess Trudeau uh, first time in a long time having a state dinner over there with uh, with Obama and, and the Americans, and I guess it re- went really well. There was ribbing, there was back and forth joking, and uh, they're good friends. And you know, Trudeau's probably like just sitting there biting his nails, wondering who's going to be next in November, and it's, it's like. Can't you just hang around for a little, I don't want to deal with those guys. <laughs> yeah. You almost maybe. wonder, like, how would he get along? Like, I don't think he'd get along with any of them. Like, oh. Maybe maybe Hillary. I think Hillary's, you know, probably have a has a good sense of humor, can have a good time. Like,
1: Yeah, I'm sure they'd have stuff to talk about.
0: Yeah, like, I, I don't think it'd be outright, you know, because Obama and um, uh, Harper, they just, they just did not look like they were getting along. Like, you know, huh. they had conversations, but they looked like they could have been just acquaintances, let alone, like,
1: the two largest neighbors in the world. I uh, guess uh Cruz and he, he could talk about Canada. Yes. I, like, I yeah. guess that's a thing they could talk about.
0: As long as he doesn't try to eat Trudeau's fantastic hair, right? <laughs> <laughs> Your hair... Oh, God. God, I'm going to have to link that so people know <laughs> what I'm talking about.
1: I'm going to watch that. As soon as we're done here, I am watching that
0: again. I might have to, like, put the clip. I'm going to actually write that down and put the clip in just so people don't think I'm being weird and, and making fun of Cruz. I'm i sure, like, the thing is, I'm sure Cruz has some, like, amazing qualities about him and some terrible qualities. But I know there's got to be something.
1: There's, yeah, I'm sure there is. I think there, I think, there, he, I had think a, he had a... <laughs>
0: He had a, big, he had a uh, big, what was it? It was a big, he was like anti-LGBT, um, uh, right? He's he's a big anti-that, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He was doing so. like a
0: barbecue and that one actress came by and like wasn't happy with him. i trying to remember. This
1: was a while ago. Uh, there's. Um, yeah. I <laughs> honestly, I can't think of a thing of uh, that <laughs> too much positive about... Uh... Maybe he's maybe he's just uh maybe he does magic tricks. I don't know there's probably something nice about him, maybe he's the lesser of two evils and maybe, maybe I, he I don't know I
0: don't know why people think he's the savior for the party because i, I would think either of them would lose like Trump's going to lose worse, probably because the whole country would would unite to to make sure he doesn't get become president but
1: yeah, I don't know I I th- the reason that they think that is only because uh he seems. Uh, one, he probably is easier to uh, keep in line, as it were, to have the GOP party as a whole keep him. They they probably feel like it's a little bit easier to get him to do what they want him to do, and they probably assume that Trump's just going to do whatever he wants. Yeah, and uh, I imagine too, he he probably seems less repugnant to a general population elect- electorate. Like that makes more uh, uh, people will be like, eh, all right. Rather than, like, Trump, no.
0: Yeah, like, Cruz would be more Republican, whereas Trump is just Trump. I I, I can get behind that. That makes sense. Um, but, yeah, wh- well, uh, it's nice that we were able to, to get this show in. Lots to cover, and, and hopefully we won't be doing, uh, in the future, our episodes won't be just uh, looking to the past, because it has been a month and a half, but we're back. And I want to thank uh, Derek for sharing a helpful link with his American friends. This was a while ago, but I figure it's still... Still applied for at least a little bit. Um, American friends may want to keep this link handy. Any links to the Canadian um, immigration link? Finding out oh. how to immigrate to Canada. Um, it's a little. It's a little much. I don't know if people really need to immigrate to Canada. There's a whole. There's a whole. Uh, <laughs> there's a whole portion of the website that basically says: Prepare for life in Canada. Prepare to work. Get to know Canada. Learn English and French you know get help living in canada where you know know about snow <laughs> it's just it's it's a it's a really good it's actually uh, in the new design that the canadian government has has launched so it's it's really easy to poke around if you are interested if that if you're one of those people who say if trump gets elected you're going to immigrate um peterborough is a fantastic town i could show you around um <laughs> uh, i might even have a, a room for rent
1: if, if you need a if you need a little room to stay in um no, I- I you know the the prospect has it it has been discussed. I mean it it the the idea of Trump running the country is frightening enough. Where I mean I don't think anything. Most ninety percent of people who say they'll move to Canada won't. But it's not it's he's scary enough to certainly bring up that uh, conversation in just about everyone that I know. We're mm-hmm. like yeah maybe I'll maybe I'll split.
0: Yeah, and the thing is,
1: like, the most people who would be
0: against Trump's ideals um, would be fine with socialized health care and, uh, uh, you know, taxes that go to people of, uh, of need and uh, hockey. So, you know... Maybe maybe they'd fit right in. Who knows? But um, right after Super Tuesday, uh, Google searches for how can I move to Canada jumped 350%. I think they even took down the Canadian immigration website. Uh, it, it, it The servers crashed. Oh. Yeah. And oh. I don't know whether that's a joke of what servers we're using or, you know, because um, not a whole lot of people are going there all at once. But um, I don't blame people for being curious. Like, I, I really don't. Uh, but Seems um, a nice country. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. You'll love it. It's it's great. Oh, oh, and and gun culture. You know, if when you're.
1: Get, when do I get my Mountie hat, though? That's uh, my question.
0: I'm working on that. My platform for uh, 20, uh, 2019 elections is uh, make Canada great again. <laughs> Mountie hat and maple syrup. So. <laughs> You know, I'm gonna get out there. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make Canada great again. We're not gonna build a wall, but I think we're gonna build just a giant hockey stadium,
1: and there will be a wall around it. All right. Well, you got my vote, Ryan. Okay.
0: Perfect. Well, you gotta get here first. I don't think you can vote unless you're a right. citizen for two years. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> get on it, uh, Eric. Thank you for uh, considering Canada as your as your next country to move to, and also for being on the show. Uh, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you?
1: Okay. Um, you can find me at ericmahler.com, dot com, where's uh, all the stuff I do. Uh, you can find my podcast there. Uh, it's uh, Eric Every Day, mm-hmm. where I just ramble into a microphone every damn day about weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, if not there, just find me on Twitter. I'm just Eric Muller on Twitter. It's it's a great show, and I use this public f-
0: format to say, uh, Friday's Music Day you need to like do one friday
1: a week where it's video game music. I know I I've, I've uh, I feel bad. The past few Fridays including this Friday, mm-hmm. I have not done the music only just because of time and I've been behind, but I'm going to jump back on that next week. And I couldn't agree more that video game music needs representation on the Fridays on my show. So I'm going to get on that.
0: Yeah, and I and I also feel bad. I didn't even say your last name throughout the whole show, but we're like close friends, so it's like you're Eric, I'm Ryan. Uh, but oh, yeah. Uh, eric Mahler, eric at eric Mahler on twitter uh thank you everybody for listening you want to send an email go to info at SleepingWithTheElephant.com. our website is also SleepingWithTheElephant.com. we'll find all of our archive all past 98 episodes and uh much more awesome stuff big thanks to alpha geek radio for hosting our show you can send feedback slash reviews on itunes and to our email follow us individually on twitter follow Paul at P Swickard, and myself at our Murphy. And don't forget to follow Eric at Eric Mahler. Thank you for listening. And, uh, you know what? Let's make this next episode, not a month and a half away. Let's make sleeping with the elephant. Great again. <laughs> make, make
1: sleeping with the, that's hard to
0: say. All right. Thanks, Eric. And uh, thank you everybody for listening and tune in next time on sleeping with the elephant. He didn't get in right it was the other guy
1: yeah it was <laughs> the other despicable guy
0: yeah we're gonna talk about that too okay <laughs> okay uh although i don't know like that that sex sandals s- sandal thing that sex scandal thing that's not real right like that's fake
1: i should hope so i hope it's as fake as sex sandals